I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, trustful dialogues and commitment, how commitment is accelerated by high trust. The exodus started on the 6th of January. Since that day, an estimated 30 million users have left WhatsApp. Most have moved to Telegram or Signal to other messaging apps. The cause of this big setback for Facebook it changed its privacy terms. 30 million users have voted with their feed. The lesson learned? Low trust destroys users' commitment to a product or company. And the reverse is true. Trust is an accelerator of positive commitment. So when we talk about commitment, what is it and what's the alternative? The alternative to commitment is compliance. We'll come back to compliance in a moment. First, let's look at commitment. A global manager has five ways to get commitment. The first way is charisma. So you can use your magnetism, your personal charm, your enthusiasm. To follow you, I have to believe that you're acting in my interests. I have to trust you. The second way is vision. You paint a picture of the future, or better still, you paint two pictures. A picture of how bad things are now and how good they could be in the future. It doesn't matter how many pictures you paint. For me to follow you, you have to frame all of those pictures in trust. The third way to get commitment is to listen. And in listening, we find shared connections. And by finding different connections, we find that we can restructure things, we can change things. To get more connections, I have to tell you more. For me to tell you more, I have to trust you. So again, we're back down to trust. The fourth way is joint problem solving. That's working together. It's like the third way, but you're working at a more intellectual level. You're defining the problem and finding the solution. But it's the same process as listening. If we want to define the problem, we need to open up. I will open up to you if I trust you. And the fifth way is to manage the environment. And I'm not talking climate change and Greta Thunberg here. I'm talking the physical environment. So in the office, it would be reducing noise. It would be providing office equipment. At home or with remote working, it would be providing laptops. It would be providing mobile phones. Like with charisma and vision, for me to follow you, I have to believe in you. I have to think that you're working to create an environment that's in my interest. In short, I have to trust you. So all commitment comes from personal power and personal power rests on trust. The alternative, compliance, doesn't involve trust. It's about pushing people to do things, as we'll see now. The point about Facebook and WhatsApp is Facebook has a culture of intrusion to collect data. It's not unique. Many other apps have that. It's part of the industry. But what about global managers in other industries? One of my most memorable experiences is what I call the quality defect incident. And it starts with a quality director who was visiting the production site in another country. He goes to the production site. As he walks along the production line, 
at one point in the line, he looks at the product and he sees the defect. He knows that the worker at that point in the line should also see the defect. So he asks the worker if he saw it. The worker says yes. So why didn't you stop the line? Asks the quality director. It's not my job. The story gets better, or rather worse. In an effort to impress the visiting quality director, the local production manager jumps in and he decides to write a new rule. So the following day, he comes back with a new rule, which was something along the lines of the shift supervisor must be told immediately about any quality defects. Note that's compliance, that's not commitment. And you can guess what happened. The rule was published, it was displayed everywhere, it was talked about in meetings, and the workers found excuses and reasons to avoid the rule. They blamed others, they blamed the situation, they came up with questions like who has to inform the shift supervisor, when do they inform them, how should he be informed, is that in writing, is there a form for it, or can it be done verbally? The production manager then went into overdrive and put together a 25-page PDF file to answer these questions. Did it change anything? No, nothing. It did take a lot of time. It took a lot of the production manager's time and it took a lot of the supervisor's time in different meetings. The point is, like in most companies, the mistake is correcting the quality defect. But the answer is to correct the culture, not the quality defect. What I've noticed in my experience is companies that have low trust will gravitate to fixing the quality defect and not the culture. That's because if trust is low, like in this company, your only choice is the tools that compliance gives. And it becomes a downward spiral, a self-defeating circle. There's low trust, so people are scared to fix the deeper cultural problems. Instead, they focus on the simple quality defect they use compliance to try and enforce it, but compliance reinforces the culture of low trust. And so we go round and round and down and down in a negative direction. What would take it up in a positive direction is changing the behaviours, changing the everyday actions, changing what people see and do, and that's cultural change. And we know that cultural change comes through commitment and Trust is the accelerator of commitment. It's even more the case for global managers. Global managers depend on commitment from local managers. There's an old saying in English, out of sight, out of mind. And this is certainly true in global management. Your eyes and your ears can't be everywhere if you're a global manager. People can and they will always find a way around the rules. What you do control is your personal power to trust others and be trusted. And I'd invite you to use it to experiment with building trust. Some people will cheat you. Some people will trick you. Some people will ignore you. Most won't. It's within your power to trust other people and be trusted and build a positive upward spiral of commitment. To sum up, there are two fundamental ways to influence people. One is compliance, one is commitment. Commitment works best for global managers, so we can say that trust is an accelerator of positive commitment. The good news is, because it's personal, it's fully within your power to trust other people. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. 
Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.